Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. It's time for the Deaf Blind Potter Show with your host, Kelvin Crosby. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line with all the other not quite. We'll all never get it right But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Hey, 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 hey So good to see you even though I can't see you Isn't that a beautiful day in the neighborhood And I'm so excited that you are here At the Deaf Blind Potter Show My name is Kelvin Crosby Also known as the Deaf Blind Potter And I'm in my pottery studio again And if you're not watching on YouTube or Rumble You're missing out on me making today's piece Because I got quite the guest for you But before we dive into today's guest I got a couple announcements announcements that we need to get into first march 4th is my documentary being launched and it's a film festival out of uh london that picked up the film and now we're going to be launching it march 4th and i want you all to be a part of the show and the whole death blind potter uh documentary is about me building a school to help those with intellectual disabilities and deaf blindness or blindness to be able to get be able to use pottery and use it as a healing mechanism and then turn it into a career so that's coming out march 4th so keep it on your calendar that that's coming and there'll be a lot more updates and if you're on the social at deafline potter you're going to be seeing it all there so that's my announcement the key announcement for today and today's podcast or today's radio show the full interview of today's uh the full interview that i'd done several months ago of this guest and is um sorry i got distracted by things in my ears you know you get distracted all the time so today's guest his podcast the full story because we're not gonna be able to get through it all today is at perseverancepodcast.com well, let me not hold you any back from my guest today. Craig James, welcome to the Death Blind Potter Show, man. 
Thanks for having me on, Calvin. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad you're here, and so awesome what you're doing with your show and how things are progressing and how God continues to work with your show, Just Informed Talk, on KHNC 1360. And just for a quick update, like, I'm curious, like, what drove you to this and what kind of gave you this idea to kind of take your show this way? Well, partially by necessity and partially by desire. I, you know, obviously have been podcasting for almost eight years or over eight years now, actually. And, um, you know, had a very successful channel on YouTube before I was kind of censored and uh, had my channel deleted and all these other platforms. I've been kind of continuing on with the show, but it's always been my desire to get into radio and I decided I wanted to uh, pursue a radio show and I took a meeting with the uh, guys over at KHNC and we, we just aligned so well with, you know, ideologically and philosophically. And, uh, you know, I, I really was excited to join the team and, and that's kind of how history, how, how it went historically. And, uh, now I have a great show with a new co-host who is, uh, you know, a really great friend of mine that I've known for many years, and we've always said that we wanted to do a show together. So I brought on a new co-host just uh, a couple months ago, or a little bit, about a month ago, actually. And uh, that's kind of how, how it all came to be. And, I mean, what's cool is, is that you guys have kind of like that similar vibe, and I, I think I've been enjoying listening to your show. Sorry, I haven't called in lately, but uh, but what's what is kind of cool is how you got to this point. And so, what I would like to do is have you kind of take over from literally the first uh, ten years, thirteen years of your life, to kind of in this last in this segment, to kind of quickly share that story, and then we'll keep growing your story through the show. Uh, okay, so basically, you know, we talked about this before, um, but it is on that uh, podcast we did. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was I grew up very much, uh, you know, normal childhood, you could say, uh, you know, had a few big things happen when I was younger and um, really brought me close to God at a young age, losing my father uh, to a drunk driver who killed him uh, was kind of a big deal, and it made me look to God more. And, you know, I started really focusing on, you know, my faith and spirituality at a young age, which, you know, a lot of kids don't think about those things because they're never put in a position to have to think about those things. And uh, in that time frame, I was, I was blessed to be able to make strong foundational um, connections to God and, and Jesus and understand the relationship as best I could at that age, which was around, you know, my you know, six to seven, eight years old, and really great. I mean, I was, I was very much doing very well, and then obviously getting to high school and things get a little, uh, you know crazy with high school and college being times in my life where, you know, without that strong family structure and support encouraging me in Christ, I uh, kind of lost my way a little bit, which was all for the best. Uh, you know, I look back and I'm so grateful that I was able to experience what I was 
growing up where I did, and uh, it really kind of shaped me into the man I am today, and, and I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, it was so easy for me to look back and, and be bitter or upset that, you know, I went down certain paths that I didn't necessarily have to that caused a lot of pain and struggle, and whether it was, uh, you know, with addiction or it was with, you know, just relationships that didn't work out and, and other things. But I can now look back from the perspective I have now and know that, you know, God really was giving me uh, everything I needed to be a strong man and to uh, be a man of faith who could help lead others. And, and that's what I, what I extract from that whole experience is just that my my path was laid before me and, and I, you know, no, at no point was I ever rejecting God, but there were points where I wasn't going toward God. And as soon as I turned around and started heading back toward God and, and my faith and belief that things started getting a lot better and everything, you know, has come together from there. So, I mean, that's kind of the, the short version. I know we went into a lot more detail on the podcast, so... Yeah, so That's definitely right. check it out on the podcast, perseveringpodcast.com, because honestly, here in the Deathline Potter Show, we only, I focus on living beyond challenges, whether that's a business, whether that's individuals or a company that's doing that to help people live beyond their challenges. So we're not going to like do a full dive here. One, it would, we wouldn't be able to get it done in the whole show. And so... If you haven't checked out perseveringpodcast.com, check it out, and that way you can see Craig's full story. So one of the things that you talked about in your story was, I mean, and I, I kind of want to dive in a little bit because it's not really covered on the podcast, is when you were growing up as a kid, did you really have a – like, was the relationship with Christ um, – more like a religion or was it more like like oh this is just or a relationship it's definitely a relationship i mean i i you know i remember after my dad died you know i was very mad i was very afraid i was very, a lot of things you know you're a little kid six years old you don't know how to understand any of it and i was lucky that um you know after my dad's passing my mom put me in a, a christian school and uh, you know, that Christian school actually helped me find out what God was. And once I understood that, then I, I set it out to make it my goal to have a personal relationship. So stay tuned and we'll see you on the other side and we'll pick up the next part of Craig James story. We'll see you on the other side. with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. 
Congresswoman Lauren Bober joins us live on Swamp Fight Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on AM 1360. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. Don't miss it. Bleed Stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, Bleed Stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. To hide and trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. How great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? And all will see how great, how great is our God. Hey, 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 it's Calvin here. Welcome to the Deafline Potter Show. And where are we at with the piece right now? So the piece is currently in a hump, and it got, it's been open in the bottom, and now we're going to start raising the piece to the top. If you're not checking it on the YouTube or the Rumble, well, you're missing out because you're not going to see today's show uh, being molded through the potter wheel. But I do have an awesome guest, Craig James is here and we're diving right into his story um and if you want to check out the full story where he dives deep into this but right now we're going to jump right into the part of his story where he is go- gone to college summer summer college and we're going to jump right into that story for him to talk a little bit in more detail about that part of his story so craig kind of take us to that point where you really kind of had this epiphany, like you started making really bad decisions, but God had a weird way in waking you up a little bit. So take us away. Well, I I don't know exactly what you're referring to. I'm get so when so when you went to when you went to uh, college right out of high school. Oh yeah. Okay. So so yeah, I had an experience in college where. You know, I decided to go early because, you know, I wanted to just get it over with. I wanted to get out on my own and be independent, and I thought that was uh, all that was really holding me back from being this, you know, successful person. And, you know, with with youth comes a lot of hubris and a lot of um, pride that I definitely was fully engaged in at that point. Um, you know, when we're younger, especially around that age, you know, 18 years old or so, uh, a lot of us who aren't the, the most, uh, we, we tend to think that we're 10 foot tall and bulletproof and, and nothing can affect us. And I had that mentality and I went to school and I just didn't take it seriously and, and got into a lot of the bad crowds there with um, just, you know, drinking and partying and doing things that I, I shouldn't have done. But I honestly thought it was, you know, what you're meant to do because I'd always looked at all my friends who went to college as, you know, that was what they made it out to be, especially uh, people who I really looked up to. And, you know, I never really took the the school part of it seriously where 
I think so. I went to this early summer, you know, program just because they offered it. They were like, "Well, you can come early if you want." And I was like, "Yep, get me out of here. I'm ready." So I went and started partying. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm, you know, staying up, you know, 24 hours at a time and just not taking care of my body or my mind or my health or anything really. And um, <clears throat> that led me to uh, get in the car one night and try to drive. Uh, to from from where I was to another city, and I uh, ended up crashing on the way and, and having a whole, um, you know, I was on these drugs that were like uh, Adderall-type drugs, and I'd been up for days, and I just, I, I was in a very bad place mentally, and, um, you know, I ended up going to jail for one night. Uh, never was convicted or charged with anything, because it was just, you know, that's what it was. But I, I did have to spend one night in jail because of the accident, because I was just incoherent after, I think I had a pretty bad concussion, actually, um, that was undiagnosed. But, you know, it, it woke me up, you know, it made me realize, you know, and that wasn't a point where everything really changed, but it definitely was a point where, you know, I started understanding that, that I had to take things a lot more seriously, and I did. And that started the kind of long march to, you know, becoming stronger in my faith, which didn't happen overnight. It actually took uh, several more years, but uh, it was it was a good reference point for when I realized to t that I needed to take my, you know, life in general much more seriously, and I did. And I ended up graduating from college with my bachelor's in political science with a 3.5 GPA, and I was very um, proud of that and happy and thankful. And, uh, you know, I was even uh, thinking about becoming a lawyer, and, and I decided not to, which I believe to this day was all for the better. And um, ended up getting a bunch of jobs in different places. I moved out of state away from where I grew up, which was Florida. I moved to, to the West and, and kind of wanted to start new out there. And then, then I encountered a whole new set of um you know, difficulties, but it all brought me closer to God every step of the way. And that's what I was so thankful for. So as, as you went through this journey, I mean, I think people, I want you to understand, see when Craig went through this journey, he, he had to, he wrestled, he had to wrestle with this relationship with God. And if we look at a relationship with God and we look at, when we face challenges in life, are are we truly going into the relationship with God to make that relationship with God in you stronger? I mean, I know in my case right now, like there there are some stuff like, wow, I need to really dive more into God to be able to get through this season I'm in. And as we're seeing, it is Craig James kind of went through this whole season where he had a relationship and then kind of went astray and then now he kind of been molded in a way where God has a plan for for him and he's starting to build that relationship to get closer to him so at this point you're in New Mexico and you're selling real estate and I, I love the I love your story and how you kind of had that aha moment where like God I'm going to be all out for you. Can you kind of just tell us quickly a little bit about that story? Yeah, I mean, um, 
So I moved out to New Mexico, and I had some family there, and I, I thought, you know, it's good. I like it out west. I always wanted to be out west. You know, I grew up spending my summers out there, uh, Colorado and New Mexico. And, um, you know, growing up in Florida, Colorado and New Mexico are kind of like a land of enchantment to, to a Floridian, really. And um, that's the way I always looked at it. And I think New Mexico State motto is land of enchantment. So it was definitely one of those places where – I just really enjoyed it. I loved hiking. I loved being in nature. I loved climbing mountains. I loved, uh, you know, not as much the people, lots of liberals, but that's fine. Um, you know, there, there were still a lot of conservatives there, too. And, and it, was, uh, it was actually funny because, you know, when I showed up in New Mexico, I probably was still, you know, on that tail end of my um, liberal side, which was, you know, kind of – when I was away from God and, and all that stuff. And um, it was actually the experiences I had there that really kind of set me straight, not just politically, I mean, obviously, but with my faith more overly and more importantly. And that all happened by myself going through some difficult relationships with friends and others and and having to really look in the mirror one day and say you know what am i doing i'm not i'm not moving forward i'm not succeeding i'm i'm just barely making it by and i really was unhappy with that because i i knew god had a plan for me because when i was younger you know god had after my dad died you know revealed to me you know what my future held and i and that and i've always known that that you know um, God kind of uh, pulled the veil back and showed me in a moment where I was pretty much lost and hopeless that there was that there was a future ahead of me where I could do great things and um, you know obviously I, I didn't uh, act on it as I should have then but I guess it's all part of God's plan that I did end up doing all the things I did because it gave me great perspective to uh, understand you know a lot more than I would have otherwise I think. And so I ended up in New Mexico, and I'm there and just, uh, you know, having difficulty with, you know, looking at a career that I didn't really enjoy. Like you said, I was in real estate, which was good. I, I did enjoy real estate. I did other things before that and uh, just never really was happy with my career. I always, I always knew I wanted to uh, be an informer, I guess would be a good way to put it, because I had um, – you know, always grown up writing, making, you know, content. This is like way before social media was a thing. You know, I would make videos and documentaries in my spare time as a hobby. And uh, especially things, even when I was in college and more of a liberal, uh, things dealing with the truth about things like 9-11 and, and, and all of that. And... So there was always that threat of me that wanted to do that and pursue it. And, and with my degree and understanding of politics and, and the world, I thought, you know, maybe I could, could eventually do this one day. So I say all that to say, you know, I, I started going on these long hikes through the desert, which were some of the most enlightening and refreshing and, and amazing things I've ever experienced. But it was also very um, real and raw and visceral. You know, I was... I was hiking to the point where I was hiking probably, I mean, through the, the foothills in, in New Mexico and, and the mountains there. I mean, I got up to the point where I could hike, you know, 
14ers and do, you know, seven miles up, seven miles down hikes to, to you know, 14,000-foot peaks and or 13,000-foot peaks, you know, not to be – somebody's going to pick that up and go, there's no 14ers. Okay, 13, 12, like let's say 12, 9, okay? They, they were big mountains, okay? It wasn't easy. It was a lot of work, right? And um, – but yeah, I, I used to do that. I would go summit mountains and, and I got on all these different trail systems and really, you know, would, would hike maybe, I don't know, at minimum four to five miles a day and just be wandering through the desert, just me and my dog. And, you know, in those times, those quiet times, I really started to develop a dialogue with God. You know, I started talking to him and and trust and trying to trust in what I had learned when I was younger, which was that if you call on the name of the Lord, he will listen and he will hear you. And I believed that. I just had never done it. And, you know, I had done it only in the times when I was suffering, right? Yeah. And so if I was going through a difficult time, I would, I would you know, talk to to god and say help me i need your help now but otherwise i really didn't talk to god and uh what i learned in those hikes was that if i open the dialogue and i start talking to him about everything maybe maybe he'll hear me and, and help me and so i started talking to him about you know being thankful for what i have i started talking to him about you know being uh, grateful for, for all the things I, I'm able to do and for each day and, and the creation he made. And and I did talk about the tough times, and there were times where, you know, people probably thought I was a crazy man, you know, wandering through. You know, you're on a trail and you come around a corner and there's some guy talking to himself, wandering down the trail. I'm sure they thought I was Looney Tunes. But that's fine because I know God knows what's in my heart, and I was talking to him not – I wasn't having a conversation where God was speaking back to me, really. It was just, I was talking to God. I was just laying it in, on his feet and saying, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me, please. And um, it all culminated with uh, uh, me ending up at a church in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I went to the church, and I and I and and it was just like one of those things where, I'd been praying a lot, and I and God was kind of pu- pushing my heart to get. I think I felt like He was pushing me to go to church, right? And I and I was really having bad, you know, time as far as just not really depression, but just oh, you know, being upset at you know where I'm at and not seeing a lot of a future and wanting to make a future but not knowing how and all of these things. So one day I, I get this inspiration to go to church. And I'm just driving. I drive by this church every day on my way to work. And I and I decide, you know what, I'm going to go there today because God's telling me to go to church. So I pull in the parking lot. And it's like a Tuesday or something. There's there's no one there. And I go, and I'm like, all right, well, there's no one here, but maybe I'll just go in and pray. And so I go up to, you know, open the door of the church, and it's locked. And the church is, like, closed. And I'm like, and I just, I have this whole, I have it out with God right there. I'm like, God, you're telling me to go to church, and the church is closed. What am I doing here? Why why would you tell me to go to a church that's not, or why did I go to a church that's not? Anyway, it's just a lot of frustration I, I laid out on God for that in that moment. And, and uh, then I just sat down in that courtyard outside that church and prayed, and it was like a light bulb went off where I realized that, you know, I had to really not just do like one thing one time i had to really dedicate time and effort and 
and really believe and have faith if I wanted to be successful. So stay tuned. Because when we come back, we're going to see how Craig James' life changes. So stay tuned. We'll see you on the other side. Seas that are shaking and stirred Can be calmed and broken through my regard Through it Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound whatever you choose and get this there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back go to investyrefi.com that's invest the letter y r-e-f-y.com or call 888-Y-REFI-24 you can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25 percent just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them joe sent you The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, Do you have questions or comments for Kelvin? You can text him right now at 877-536-1360. And it is So good to see you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, and we're at the bottom of the hour here, and we're going to go on the way up, and really, this story that we're talking about, Craig James' story, and it is amazing to kind of, when you break his story down, like how God continued to mold him and shape him, and it wasn't an easy thing for him. I mean, he had to battle and wrestle. He had to leave the liberal side and become a conservative side, and he had to go a long ways to get there. And through this journey, Craig is really having to allow God to wedge him and mold him. It, it's kind of like how the potter is, right? The potter's wedging and molding and, and, and reshaping and re-giving memory back to the clay so that way it can be formed again. And that's exactly what God was doing with Craig when he was at the top of the mountain and he was at this church and he was angry with 
that God would send him to a church where there's the door is on, it's not, they're all locked and he can't get in. And he's like, why would you do this to me? And, but God had a plan for him. Like he had a plan for you. See, it doesn't matter what season you're in right now. Just know it's a season. Because as we've kind of heard Craig's story, he talked about all the different seasons that he had to face and how God continued to help him through those seasons to where he is today. So, Craig, now I want to talk about you marrying your wife and kind of how that happened and and how that really set you on a, being a prayer warrior for your family and for you as an individual. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely a big deal. I mean, I uh, picked up where I was. I was at that church, and, and I was crying out to God. And, you know, he really showed me that, you know, my own stubbornness and my own timeline will always fail me, ultimately. And so that was the point where I kind of resigned myself to let God's will be done. And, and I said, look, you know, I'm not making a bargain, but I am making a promise. And the promise was that... Um, I will give everything in my life to you, and, and I'll just trust that whatever happens will be for my good. And it was not easy because, you know, even though I've been raised, you know, with a strong religious upbringing and, and a strong relationship with God, um, you know, when you wander away from the faith, sometimes it is very difficult to, to reestablish that connection, uh, whether it's because of shame or it's because of, you know, your own ego or your own uh, belief that you know better. But, you know, I humbled myself that day. And, and then, you know, it didn't just get better immediately. Either. That was the one thing that um, really was the toughest part was that, you know, I'd made a lot of mistakes up to that point and I had been, um, living a life that was not honoring God at all. And I had to take a lot of time to not only, um, you know, atone for, for what I'd done, but realize the consequences of my actions and then figure out what, you know, how I could remedy it so that, you know, I don't do it again and that I keep putting my faith in God. So I just, I just put my head down. And, and put my nose to the grinding wheel or whatever that is, and I uh, just went full force for, you know, God. And I, I really tried my best to not only live in my own life for God and Jesus, but to help others and encouraging them in their faith. And I made some great relationships and good friends, and I, and I did my best to really try to encourage others, anybody I met, anyone who knew me. I wanted them to see Christ in me. And... So I started doing that, and it was when I started doing that that, you know, I realized that, that not only was my life getting better, but it was I was starting to be able to see a future and see a hope. And, uh, of course, that's when I found my wife, and, you know, we met, and it was just, you know, love at first sight. And, you know, I remember the first thing we did together and our first, we had a lunch date. We we went out and ate lunch together. And um, the first thing we did before anything else practically uh, was pray over our meal and pray together. And, you know, when we prayed together, there was, there was something there that I knew God had done. I, it wasn't me. It wasn't my 
um, skill or my handsomeness or whatever it was, you know, it was, it was God. And that's, and that's what I knew at that moment. And, you know, long story short, a few months later, we were married and we've been married now for, uh, many, many years. And it's, it's really been just, uh, when God does things in your life that you don't expect, it's really incredible but even more, I, I say that, you know, sometimes we look at our lives and, and we don't even know what God can do. Or we, we can't even fathom it because, you know, from where I was to where I went, I saw God do things with my life that I never thought were possible. Uh, you know, I, I was found the love of my life. I got married. I uh, found a career doing what I really loved and got uh popular and and very you're not famous but you know what i mean like where you, you kind of become internet famous which is kind of a thing you know to the point where uh you know i had a very successful show and, and i was doing all of these things and it was just like but even there it wasn't over because i mean i had to go through struggles with that and and moderating my time and understanding you know how to limit myself so I don't wear myself out. And uh, it was still a struggle, and it's still a struggle this day. I mean, it's not, there's nothing easy, and it never ends. There's never, like, this moment where you're like, oh, okay, I'm all good now. I, I bet I, get, I can just relax, and everything's going to be fine. Put it on autopilot and forget it. Uh, no, it's like you have to get up every day and and really face the struggle, the struggles that come with a smile and, and trust in, uh, you know, like I, I know one of your favorite verses is Romans, uh, Romans five yep. and sure. one through five. And, you know, take that, those afflictions and, and trust that God will help you find hope with a proven character. And that's what I get up every day now and do. And it's been just an honor and a blessing to be able to, uh, do, what I am doing, and, and I thank God every day. I don't take anything for granted. I pray every day and try to humble myself, and it's a, I, I, I'm a work in progress like everyone else, and I just, I'm thankful for it. So what I would like to do now is, I mean, I, I kind of, you went through this journey, and God got a hold of you, and he started shaping you. See, what I want you to understand as Christians, it's not going to be perfect. And I think this is what I think what really moved me to your story, Craig, is, is how you really went closer to God in a different way when you went through this season. And so I'm going to set us up for this this part of the, the conversation we're going to get into. So what ended up happening is so Craig goes viral and becomes uh, an internet star. And things are going really well money's coming in sponsors are coming around and you end up getting to have this documentary made about you and what what i th i think what, the way you put it to me was it, it didn't put me in the best light but god really taught me through that season can you kind of tell us about what god taught you and how god kind of molded you through that season 
into right up to when you got pretty much canceled off of the YouTube and the the X and whatever other other platforms. Yeah, I mean it. it humility would be the best way to put it before we hit the break here. I I just humility. He humbled me. I needed it. You know, I started thinking I was. I it, it was me, and I was the biggest. You know mistake I think I made is I started believing that my effort and what I was doing that it was me doing it and not realizing it was God and that it can all be taken away overnight and it did to a degree mm -hmm. but that was so, the best thing that ever happened to me so stay tuned we'll see you on the other side and we're going to pick it up right here right at the documentary component Craig James story and see how God worked in his life so we'll see you on the other side ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHMC, 1360 AM, and every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show, Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show, topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call 24-7 to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October, if you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the Swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon right here on AM 1360. So good to see you. It's Kelvin Crosby, the Deafline Potter, and the piece is finished. So I get to relax for the rest of the show. And so, what basically what I made was vase. It's kind of like a base, like water, like bottle type thing, where it, it's kind of you definitely could put flowers in it, but it really has a water catcher type feel to it and it got the three rings what do the three rings ring for the death line potter i mean rejoice in your suffering persevere and build a character that has hope in christ and the peace itself is your hope so when every time you feel a death line potter peace you can feel the whole experience and before i want, want to make sure if you're just joining on the radio or you're just listening right now is 
the Deaf Blind Potter's School documentary is coming out March 4th, and I want you to be a part of that journey and see how God's going to build the school to help those with intellectual disability use pottery as a healing mechanism and to build a career being a potter. So that's enough announcements there. So Craig James is here. So Craig... I want you to kind of pick us up where you were in regards to when the documentary came out and how God started, how things in your life started changing, but how it grew you closer to God. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, had been, you know, becoming pretty big on YouTube and, and my show was taking off and I was, you know, doing very well with that. And I was approached... Um, a few years before by a guy who wanted to make a documentary and uh, he kind of sold it to me as you know this was going to be a big documentary it was going to be on one of the big networks he didn't say which one at that point but he said it was going to be like either a netflix or hulu or, or one of those type documentaries and i said okay i had seen his stuff before and I, and I thought he was trustworthy enough, and so I started working with him, and we spent three years basically making this documentary together, and um, it was on H. It ended up airing on HBO Max as a six-part series, which I starred in, and uh, even though I didn't get uh, a credit as one of the producers, I was one of the producers, and you can literally, you know, if you want to ask the guy who made it, you can ask him. He... he he knows that uh, I was one of the guys who basically made made most of a lot of the film possible. Not not entirely, but a lot of it possible. And you know, we spent a lot of time together, traveling around the country, doing a lot of things. And um, when the documentary came out, you know, it just it it really was not what I was told it would be. And it really took a skew against what I believed in and what I felt passionately about and uh, I felt a little bit betrayed by it actually and because um, a lot of things were were included that I was basically you know told wouldn't be included and it didn't paint me in the most the best light but I didn't do anything bad in my opinion you know I just there were moments candid moments that I didn't expect he would be using in the documentary to try to make a shape a narrative that I think was uh, the opposite of what he was telling me behind closed doors. And um, that documentary aired on HBO. It was, it was a six-part series. Like I said, it aired over the span of, like, I think uh, about a month and a half. There was every, one episode every Sunday night on HBO for a, a month and a half. And, um, you know, the documentary came out. And when it did, you know, <clears throat> it was before that, actually even came out i had my channel taken away from youtube you know right before the election in 2020 because i was telling the truth about things that now they admit are true but at the moment they didn't want people to know about like hunter biden's laptop and yeah. other things and um you know i i've i've been put into the digital gulag i, I still pretty much live there to the, today to a degree uh, you know, in a, in a modified version, right. Where I'm kind of like, at first, I, if you, if you're thinking about it like a prison, right. Digital prison. At first I was put in solitary confinement. So I was locked away. I couldn't get on YouTube. I couldn't go on, you know, any of these Twitter or any of these platforms. But now 
it's kind of like I've been released into like general population. Uh, you know, I've seen enough prison movies to know what that that means. And and like I'm out in the yard right now, and I'm looking out the fence, but I'm still in the prison because now it's just like a, a modified prison that's been kind of restructured with algorithms and censorship and and deplatforming. But uh, I say all that to say that you know when I I lost the channel and. Then the documentary came out. It was kind of like a one-two punch where I was just, I was done for. I felt like I had been working myself, you know, into the ground, working seven days a week, 10 day, ten hours a day, uh, just never really getting enough sleep or eating right or taking care of myself. And, you know, I know that if God hadn't allowed what happened to happen, me losing it all, uh, there's a good chance I may not be here today because I was literally working that hard and, and not taking care of myself and just just really neglecting, you know, not only my physical health, but my you know mental health and my spiritual health. And so when I lost it all, I actually gained it all back, believe it or not, because uh, through all that pain and affliction, I was able to, to find a new relationship with God that... Uh, is is now like i said it's not there's no such thing as it being done um mm-hmm. it's a work in progress well i think what that's the what what's very odd, like a, i'm lost of words you got me lost of words uh greg um uh, but basically w- with this i truly when i first heard your story i was like wow like i i haven't been to that as to that extreme but I was like wow you you had to go through some dark times because I, I haven't been cancelled yet um, one day I, I, I suspect that I'll get cancelled because I stand for truth and I stand for living beyond your challenges and that's not what that really what people really want you talking about and but what I what I really respected is that you took the time to really dive back right into the relationship with Christ. See, can you tell us a little bit, because we didn't really talk about this really in the podcast, is what were some things that you really started doing to mold yourself to be closer to God during this season? Well, we're going to have to pick that up at the end of this, and also it's the last segment. So we'll see you on the other side, and... Yeah, I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> I'm just having a day. <laughs> Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see 9-11, the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more. On Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are 
absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back, and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Do you have questions or comments for Kelvin? You can text him right now at 877-536-1360. I want to see. So good to see you, even though I can't see you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. And I got Craig James here, and we're going to get right into this. The last question I asked him was, how, during the time that you got deplatformed and your documentary went out, and in this moment, you're having to come closer to Christ. So what did you do to really come closer to Christ? And we know the end of the story. So we're just going to take it right to the end to the music and we'll wrap it up right there. So take it away, Craig. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I did a lot of things, I think. Um, but one of the things that I think was that helped me out the most was giving back, uh, my time uh, to others, and I started getting involved at my church, and I knew I had the skills to to help, and and I had experience with you know content creation and media, and so I uh, was blessed to be at one of the bigger churches in California at the time, and we really you know made a, a great connection. My family did with our church family there, and you know I I one day was. Basically, um, I heard, you know, in one of the regular services that, you know, they needed volunteers. And I thought, you know what, you know, I've I've lost everything and, and really down and out. But maybe if I give back, I'll feel a little bit better. And you know, maybe it'll help. I don't know. And I talked to the, at the time, the head of um, media there at the church. And I said, look, you know, I have... Uh, all this experience, and I really want to just volunteer and give back. You know, if you want me, I can come in and work, and uh, that would be very nice for me to do. And it was through that kind of commitment that I made where I was, you know, spending, oh, man, I I was spending a lot of time at church. You know, I'd go in, Mm -hmm. I'd work. I would, um, you know, we had, it was a very big church with a very, very nice and advanced church. media communication department because they did shows and radio shows and other things and so i got to learn all this different you know stuff as a uh, i became a um an engineer actually in a you know a multi-million dollar studio that you know would be equivalent to what you'd find at a local tv station essentially is, Mm -hmm. is what we had there at the church 
so I, I started volunteering there, and then that led me to get involved in, in the life groups at the church, and that led me to get involved in, you know, um, you know, Bible study groups with other men, and, and just those were the things, I think, Kelvin, that really brought me back to, to yeah. you know, stability and, and strong, strengthen my relationship with God. Yeah. One well, I think that's what's so powerful, and I, I think it's so important for people to hear your story, because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you you have a, you have your radio show at KHNZ and your Rumble channel, and and God is using you through that, but that you didn't get there overnight, and you also didn't get to your relationship with God overnight either, and it, what's amazing is to see how God continues to mold you continues to shape you and it's exciting to see where your show is going now today and that's why I kind of started off with where you're at today with your show because I think bringing it full circle is that God has molded you to share some of the toughest news in the world so that way people their eyes are open but as well hear the gospel and I think that that is truly evident in your show, but also why I wanted to really have people hear your story is is truly evident behind the scenes as well. And I, I guess, Craig, if you had to speak, well, we're at the end of the show, so well, well maybe I'll, I'll add a little blooper here and then, um, and we'll probably add that another time, but. Just know March 4th is the Deafline Potter uh, School documentary being launched. And like I always say, go live beyond your challenges. And next week, I'm going to be interviewing a guy named Aaron Harding about how he's a father to an individual with intellectual disabilities and how he has persevered through that journey and raised his family. So we'll see you on the other side. This is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. You're listening.